Hey guys, this is episode number 51 of Soul Gap with Ass and Jazz. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was listening to the Gangster Paradise song right before we got recording and I just had to listen to it again. It's so funny because we usually do an audio check right before we get started with the show and Ass giggly in the background because we had just shared some text messages. And she sent me a text, a text message gif of uh, of Coolio. And I was like, well, damn, that just took me back. Because now I'm going to have to watch a couple of his videos after today's show. <laughs> but it was hilarious, though. It's such a good song. It is. I mean, talk about nostalgic memories, bro. I mean, damn, when Coolio came out, I was probably like 12 or 10. Yeah. It had to be like 10 or 12 or something. Yeah. I know it was around that time because I think that's when I first started getting into Tupac. And I thought I was all gangsters and throwing <laughs> up the, the W sign. Talking about West Coast this. And I'm like, I'm from the East Coast. And <laughs> had a little bit of identity crisis there, but uh, <laughs> right, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. What, what, movie was, what movie was this from? What's that? Yeah, Gangsta's Paradise, ain't it? That, is that Gangsta's Paradise? Oh, is no, no, no. It was um, Michelle Pfeiffer was in it. She yeah, was it was Michelle teacher. Pfeiffer. Because I remember they had was that it... like, face-to-face like where they had the video and he was like sitting across from her. Yeah, and they were like me-mugging each other, right? Yeah. Oh, that shit is funny. Let me look it up. Hold on, because I, I want to say... No, I got to watch that movie or at least see the video. Was it the... It wasn't the substitute, was it? I don't think so. Or something different... like that. There's something about school age, like school kids. Damn, and you know what's so funny? Last year I was watching it, like it came on on TV, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is throwback memories." Seriously. Was Dangerous Minds? Dangerous, yeah, Dangerous Minds. Minds. That is the yep. one. Yep. Yo, I think I have that on VHS. Oh shit, we gotta watch it together. Oh, we yeah, can yeah, find yeah, a VHS. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You gotta find a VHS tape player. Yeah. Oh my god, wow. This came Sorry, out I'm like I'm in... all in my Coolio right now. <laughs> 1995, bro. Dang. Yeah, yeah. 1995. I think I was my calculations over here. My bootleg Let's calculation. Let's see. 1995 yeah 1995 1983 I was 12 years old I was 10 <laughs> see we were right on we were right on target we I were we said 10 to tw- 10 to 12 we got our route calculations kind of right okay Alexa stop right. Alexa stop that's enough so today I was thinking about you know December is almost here in a couple of days and it's that season of, of giving and stuff like that. Yeah. I was kind of going down memory lane and I was just thinking like, like, wow, I think as empaths, we tend to give more than we take. And yeah, um, I was just, yeah, I was, yeah, that I was just like, I was like, damn, like, when is it that an empath finally figures out that are we more of a? Is it okay to to be more of a giver than a taker? Yeah. Like, 
What would you think? I Where always, would you place yourself? I always, I always want to be a giver. I don't want to take. Or okay. I have a hard time. I have a hard time taking. See, because that's where I've always been. Like historically, even with my um, interpersonal relationships with others, I've noticed that I've always tend to be the giver in every context. Like sometimes it, it always happened to my detriment because the wrong people I was in alignment with in my life. Well, I'm not going to say that they were the wrong people because they were the needed people that I needed to learn something through. Mm-hmm. And I found myself overexerting, like going beyond for people that probably didn't even deserve it, but because I felt like in my spirit, like they needed it at the time that that's yeah. what I was going to do. But I, like even today in retrospect, I was just thinking about an old friend of mine's that she was, let's put it this way. She was born into a family. Family pretty much treated her like a princess. So mm-hmm. right off the bat, when she went to college, she went and got her business degree. Um, she settled down pretty quick with her boyfriend. And I couldn't tell if it was like an arranged marriage kind of thing or what it was. Yeah. In any case, let's just say she was living lavishly <laughs> at the young, tender age of 21. Yeah. And she told me that she she got married to the guy. And, you know, both family had money. So they were the old-fashioned, like, dowry, like an Indian type of family. Yeah. And so she, you know, came into money and stuff like that. But what wound up happening was her ego got in the way. So she literally did not want to drive any car unless it was a BMW. And, yeah, it was like that. Here we go with the um, femur again. Yeah, and I was just like, I was like, are you serious? And she's like, she's like, yeah, Jess, I always was like that. You could not, I wouldn't want to go to any party. It had to be a certain class of party. I didn't want to wear certain clothes. I had to live in Manhattan. Like, there was just no, no, you know, end to that. And she was just like literally a princess. And she went into the marriage as a princess. And she made so many demands and stuff like that that it drove the marriage, you know, to divorce, obviously. So as a result, it broke down her ego, the whole divorce. And you would think, you know, she would, you know, be humbled by it and learn certain things, which she did, but she still brought that same habit to her new life and in a new career and I picked up on it and you know I would notice it and stuff like that and you know and I'll give her pointers and what have you um but I started to notice that she would only come to me when she needed advice or something and you know and sometimes I didn't want to be the the friend that was always giving the advice but I always got stuck with that responsibility so to speak even yeah. though it wasn't my responsibility. But I always got stuck and designated in that position as a friend where I was always the one to go to for advice. But if I wanted the advice or if I needed somebody to talk to, uh, my phone calls weren't being answered, my text messages weren't being answered. And you would think, you know, like that's a big red flag, like you should cut off a person. But 
you know, me being young, I was just like, you know, very absent-minded to, to my self-worth and what I meant to people in my life. And um, as a result, you know, I found myself in a position of trying to not buy friendship, but like give them my time, like give them my certain qualities or like, for instance, for her birthday, I remember I gave her a $25 Macy's gift card because I didn't even know what to get her. Like I didn't know her that well. And that's another thing too. Like I didn't know her that well and already I'm gifting her with something that, you know, that I probably should have gave that to a family member. Um, but in any case, I wanted to do it because I wanted to out of the kindness of my heart, obviously. And so I gave that to her. Now, here's the weird thing. <laughs> I was just thinking about this today too. And cause it's not so much of the gift, but I gave her the card. She received it through the mail because I couldn't, you know, I didn't want to drive because at the time I worked at a different place and it was just too far to get to her. So mm-hmm. I mailed it to her. Now she got it in the mail and she was so happy about it. Right. Then when I went through my whole spiritual journey of trying to find myself, I started to realize that, okay, I don't want to give people anymore. I, I want to give people that, you know, something that's meaningful. So I started gifting people, you know, you know, crystals and stuff like that. And, or I'll make a candle for, for somebody, you know, like something very meaningful down to earth, more spiritually based, right? Mm-hmm. She started hanging out with other friends who were of the religious background. Now, I'm not saying anything wrong with, with religion or anything like that, but I can tell like how deeply influenced she becomes when she's surrounded with new people in her life. Mm-hmm. So she'll gravitate towards a group of people and then she'll just dump them and just ignore them and then go to the new person with the shiny wheels and shit and, you know, and converse with them and now hang out with them and be a part of that group. That's the type of person she is. Like, she, like, fuck it if you already told her your life story and fuck it if you've already think that you guys got a friendship down and stuff like that. No, she was the type that would float around and hang out with another group because perhaps maybe they're doing a lot better than you. That kind of thing. Yeah. So in any case, right, so now she started hanging out with a whole bunch of these religious people. Um, I want to say that they're, like, Christians because one night we started having this conversation and it went into this whole topic about religion and spirituality because she's been she was noticing that you know on my Instagram I was posting a lot of like spiritual stuff and and all that stuff so she was she was intrigued so in my mind I'm thinking oh that's cool you know she's probably interested she's probably interested in what spirituality is no she was actually trying to dissect and kind of like shut me down on my beliefs Mm -hmm. and was trying to um, demonically point a finger, if that's ever such a phrase, towards spirituality and why it's wrong and why certain things that, you know, people in the community, in the spiritual community do, you know, is considered demonic or is considered something like evil. And I was just like, you know, I respect your beliefs and all, but I can't take that. <laughs> like, I really can't. Like, you, you're telling me something that holds no value because it's more biased. 
right. there's really no I mean there's no facts to it so I was like it's fine it's cool not a problem you know I told you respect whatever you believe in we don't you know I don't want to talk about it anymore because it sounds to me like you've already had your opinions about it and it's just not going to go anywhere so I told her that I actually got her a gift because I remember there was a I think it was her birthday like the week before when we got into like our whole talking session mm-hmm. and I told her that you know I got her a crystal pendant and it was this very beautiful crystal pendant that I brought on Etsy and it was one of those one of a kind type of necklaces that mm-hmm. you're just not going to find anywhere else and it was gorgeous like I mean shit I wish I would have had like I, I probably would have kept it but I was just like you know what it's her gift so I'm going to give it to her. So I told her, you know, I'm, I'm sending you this crystal, you know, pendant and stuff like that. This is a healing crystal. Um, I told her that there's nothing demonic about it. <laughs> it's totally natural, totally healing. There's nothing wrong with wearing it. And she was like, she seemed pretty cool about it. Like she was enthusiastic, but my intuition was kicking into overdrive as if we were saying, no jazz. <laughs> She's not down for this. Like, oh, what are you doing? Like, you know, she's not going to be into that. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I can't, you know, I can't wait to get it and stuff like that. But still, like, my my gut was telling me, like, nah, she's not going to, she's, she'll probably, like, give it to somebody else. So I was just like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm just going to ignore this because maybe it's just my my mind playing tricks and trying to tell me something that's, you know, for fake and stuff like that. Any case, right? Two weeks go by, and I'm like, "Well, I wonder if she got that gift." So I give her a call because she's not calling me. Like now, it's like she went from like texting me like every week to like being totally on silent. I was just like, "Okay, what's going on?" So I called her, hit her up, didn't answer. Text her, didn't answer. I obviously know something is going on because she's posting on Facebook all the time. So I'm like, okay, either she's purposely not talking to me or something happened or I don't know what's going on. So I sent her a message on Facebook and I said, hey, you know, I've been calling you. I've been texting you. She's like, oh, I apologize. You know, I didn't have time to call you back and, and what have you, which I knew it was an excuse, but it was kind of like a, it was like a childish type of, you know, mindless game that you that you're playing and stuff like that if you didn't want to talk to say something well this girl right i asked her did you receive you know your gift she's like she's like what gift and i was like wow that's when i knew like i was like okay i'm gonna cut her off because already i've been shown multiple signs before in the beginning that because it's not so much of the gift, it's the principle. Like, you already had demonstrated to me thus far already what type of person you are. And the fact that she just doesn't respect or doesn't bring enough value to the friendship, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to start cutting you off or finding a way to cut you off completely. And it was just so ridiculous. And every time I think about it, it's like, it's like, wow. Like, now it's like I'm very, especially as an empath, I find myself being very 
selective, like highly, like not even suspect, but I want to say suspect of certain people's intentions and what their true motivation is. And I find myself pulling back a lot now these days because it's just like I like, and it's funny because my sister, like, she kept bringing it up to my attention all these years. Like, I remember back in my early 20s, too. She would always say, Jazz, you put too much trust on people. And I was like, no, that's not true. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. She's like, yeah, but too much. Like, <laughs> And I would just laugh because she's, you know, trying to figure out what is she trying to tell me? Like, like what's really going on? But she's like, it's, it's this is like that where you know, you're just such a giving person, you have to learn how to just fall back and not give so much. And I think it's important that every empath finds that balance where they can give, but also take as well. And I think there's nothing wrong with taking as long as there's, you know, there's a good intention behind it. Because if you find yourself taking too much, that's when you know that there's a problem. But yeah. I think as empaths, because we always want to give out of the good nature of our hearts, we tend to forget that we deserve to take too. So, yeah, so I yeah, don't think so there's anything wrong with like tipping the scale and being more on the giving side. Yeah, I don't absolutely not. But it's it's also like also being mindful of the fact that okay, what is too much? Too much, that kind of a thing. Yeah, and I think that just depends on the person. Like it just it's a def- different a different definition for every single person. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man. Did you ever find yourself like giving a little too much? Uh yeah, all my life. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't mind. Like I think that like you said it's like you see people's two intentions but it's like does it really make a difference it's like as long as you know inside then you just kind of give as much as you want to give yeah it's just uh, I don't know it's you want to hear something funny too I actually what's up I remember so I found this thing that I wrote a while ago and I went to this tarot card reading uh-huh. in 2014 and this is going to be really trippy because this is actually right in line with what we're talking about and I went to this tarot reading in 2014 and the lady told me you are overqualified you are overeducated you work way harder than everyone around you throughout your life you give way more in friendships jobs business ventures and relationships that's so funny bro and then the, saying, lady, like... the lady like re- literally told me that and then she's like does that uh, does that make sense? And I, I obviously I nodded and agreed because I knew what was right. But the way she told me it was like such a harsh connotation. Like it was such like a warning tone. Like it was supposed to be taken as a negative. But you know I, what? I think I, at the I, time I, I it stung me. Readers. At the time it stung me because I'm like, okay, this lady is telling me that I give more, I work more, I uh, I'm overqualified because it's funny because I've been told that multiple times. Like doing different things like oh you're overqualified you're overeducated you work harder like all these typical things that we're kind of discussing and that I give more in every single area of my life but the way she told me it was like so negative it's like I don't know at the time like 2014 I was a little younger and it's like it stung me 
but now I'm like, you know what? That's okay. It's actually a positive because it's actually better to be on that side than to be on the other side, which is not qualified, not educated. I mean, I don't really care about education because I think there's a difference between educated book wise and street wise. And I actually like being street educated more than book educated. Yeah, for sure. But it's like, I don't know, it's just like the experience of that whole thing. And it's funny because I still have a picture from it. And I'm just like, dang, like in 2014, that lady, like, she pretty much looked at me and she knew right away. Like, how do you just know? Like, she just looked at me and she knew that I was like, <laughs> overgiving and just like all those things. It's the cards. It's the cards. And it's like, also, that's kind of go back, <laughs> goes back to like, everything that I'm thinking about, too, is just how we can't like even going back to the whole podcast thing and just like who I am as a person or who you are as a person who the listener is as a person like we can't change we can't change who we are or how we show up or what we enjoy doing oh yeah we can can adjust we can adjust and hide and overplay or downplay certain characteristics or traits but I just know that like you're always going to come back to your true essence like there's certain parts of you like I can't I can't take more than I give or I can't give less or work less or do less or care care less about friendships yeah you know what it also comes back to that old adage you know that we're so used to hearing like it's it's more blessed to give than to receive and it always falls back to that where it's the idea of being you know being charitable and being giving to the next person because you don't you just don't you just don't have it in your spirit to keep taking and taking and taking yeah it's like that's what I feel for this like upcoming holiday season like I'm so yeah. excited to give gifts to all my family <laughs> and I already gave like, oh, yeah. I, I already gave my sister a gift like I bought her a whole new tree because <laughs> <laughs> she wanted a new Christmas tree so I bought her a Christmas tree and it was like so exciting because I'm like I just want you to like I couldn't wait for her to get the package and then I'm already like, I already That's told so you, funny. I'm so excited for you to get my card and my gift <laughs> for your birthday. I'm so excited because the gift that I got you is on his way. So I'm just like, I'm excited to see it in person. So Oh, I'm going to save it and open it on Christmas. I think Christmas. you're really going to like it. I'm going to wait and open it on Christmas. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, you can open well, Actually, yours is two-parter because I'm going to give you your birthday. Like your birthday card and birthday gift will be there before the 17th, but then... There'll be something else that'll come for Christmas. So the birthday one, like the thing that first comes, like that's the one you can open. But then the next part you'll open on Christmas. Dude, I'm so stoked because you want to know why for so long I've always been that child that had like and not really, this probably started like during my teenage years. Yeah. Where the excuse was, and and this wasn't all the time, mind you, like my, my parents are not that mean, but there was always that running joke, like, oh, it's just eight days away, so we'll just give it to you on Christmas. <laughs> like, we'll just tie the birthday and the Christmas gift together, and, and yeah. that's it. it was... <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's the only, that's the only bummer part about being born, like, right near late there. December. Yeah. My uncle was born, I forget his exact date, but like, he's born, like, I think a week before Christmas. So it's like my brother, my mom's brother always had that same thing where it's like his birthday is so close to Christmas that it's like okay everything gets lumped in yeah and, and I mean and it's tough too I mean I can, I can understand it's very tough especially 
you know, like around Christmas time, everybody's on their budget. You know, they're trying to, you know, play cool and buy gifts for to cover everybody in the expense. So, yeah. So between me and my dad, because we're like back to back. He's 16 and I'm the 17. And it's just funny. It, it, we always get lumped into that whole like birthday <laughs> Christmas gift. My brother has we a call confess, it the birthmas. <laughs> the birth of birthmas. That's a good one. <laughs> My brother has it the best though, because his birthday's on January twenty eighth. So he's got like a whole month between. So it's like he gets the best of both worlds. Because it's like whatever he doesn't get for Christmas, he gets his birthday in another month. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I got a few friends like that. Like their birthday is like the last last week of the January. Last week of January. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like so okay. Funny. You're all set because it's like you got a month between. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um man, I remember historically, like I've always like, especially ever since I started working professionally, like I would always gift my my family like two or three gifts. And yeah. it got to the point where I was just like, okay, Jazz is overkill now. Like <laughs> you need to I, fall like back. Over- like- I like overwhelming them. I'm like, okay. Yeah, because I like to see their faces because they're just like, I you know. didn't tell me you were going to get a third gift. Like, what happened? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, stop spending so much money. Surprise, the surprise is the best because then it's like they don't expect it. Yeah, and it's like, I like to do fun gifts too. So it's like, it's like gifts that speaks to their personality. Right. Or like, I'll box them with like a mixed bag of like different treats. So like different things that I've like, saw in like a store and I'll just throw it into like a box yeah Yeah. it's just like random like random stuff like things that they can use is functional it's practical and practical and fun yeah like I like all that crazy shit like I remember I had this one co-worker oh my god it kills me so he's a cat kind of guy and (laughs) one Christmas gift because we're doing like Secret Santa this one Christmas gift I got him was literally like this medium-sized box <laughs> and it was all filled with like like cat stuff, like cat-related stuff. Yeah. And then there was like one that was like a sandwich, like a like one of these cutesy little uh sandwich um Tupperware kind of a thing cuz he yeah. always used to bring a sandwich to work and I would always see him like put it in that plastic sheet. I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna gonna get him a little plastic tub to put it in, and it was so cute because it was like one of these like these sandwich shape looking Japanese like anime kind of. It was just like yeah. that's so dope, and he started cracking up because he's he's like, <laughs> I wanted like 65 years old, and he's yeah. like, Jasmine, really like <laughs> like a cartoon face kind of thing. And I was like, it's fun. Like, come on. It's- you know, smart personality, you know, in the Tupperware, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, so he had, and then, like, the rest of the stuff was, like, um, toys for his cat. And he got a kick out of it. He really enjoyed it. But it was yeah. stuff, like, that that spoke to him. It was, like, other random stuff. Can't remember yeah. what it was, but it was fun shit. And I like, like, I like gifting according to their personality. yeah. Not necessarily the flashy shit. Like, I'm not into the whole flashy shit. And, you know, my dad is very much into, like, technology. And I'll, I'll spend on the technology shit that 
he enjoys, but I always gravitate towards stuff that he's gonna like and is quirky and is is practical. I love that word. What quirky? Yeah, quirky. Quirky. Oh yeah. Man, I can't wait to see what you got. I can't wait to see what you got me, man. <laughs> oh my god, dude! When I it's saw like, this, Garrett, you're telling me like, oh personal- my god. like personality. I'm like, oh shit, what's that gonna be? <laughs> oh my god, dude! You're gonna be like, what? <laughs> she got me. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Uh, I can't wait. You guys, if I see her, post it. Like, it's that kind of a thing. <laughs> Oh, you know I'm going to post it. <laughs> For real. Why obviously, not? Obviously, I'm going to post it. If anything, I'll post it on the Soul Gam account. <laughs> Look what my co-host bought me. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Yeah, we, no, should, but, um, we should get a gift for Brian and Tom. We should. We have to do something special for those guys. We do. They've been pretty good. But yeah, I mean, going back to the whole conversation about, you know, just giving and stuff like that, uh, there's actually documented research, <laughs> coming back to my research, um, that when you offer, when you offer to others, we're really doing a, a service to ourselves to make us feel, you know, happy. Oh, it also generates social support. It evokes the powerful feeling of gratitude because Gratitude is always the attitude around here. And it stimulates yep. generosity of those around us. Yeah. So, yeah. Because it rubs off. So, it kindness. Off. Yep, for sure. Kindness and generosity are the two, ge- two biggest key traits, uh, especially for me. Uh, someone that's very much um, appreciates kindness and stuff like that. Hence why, you know, I'm dying to get my book out <laughs> on how to kill yep. them with kindness. And um, yeah, it's definitely, it was actually determined that both generosity and kindness are the key factors to successful relationships. Yeah, it I, really I does. totally, totally see that. Yeah, it really does go very far as far as, you know, developing and maintaining you know, those stable relationships. And hopefully, it's not one-sided. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's not just the one person doing it. It's yep. both. It's got to be both sides. Because yeah, a, a sure. relationship has the word ship in it. <laughs> you got to have, have two people making a ship go. For real. Or else it becomes a relationship. <laughs> yeah, that's my bad analogy. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> Relationship has it's all right, it works. If you got a ship, you need two people. For real, you got to steer the steer the whatever you call it. I don't know <laughs> the boat buoy. I guess it would work more for a canoe because you need two people to paddle. That's Relati- true. Relation canoodle. <laughs> <laughs> you said relationship canoodle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> And that's the thing too. It's like it's sometimes it's like you think that you have to spend money, but honestly, like you just you need to like give people nice words. So like sometimes it's like you never know what your words might do for someone. Yes, 
Absolutely, which is why I still write letters to people because yeah. there's something so personable about it. I love you know? snail mail like, letters. Yeah, I love those because it's just so like it's so genuine. The person took so, the time. It's so genuine and so human because you actually get to like see what the person wrote on a piece of paper. Yeah, you know, and, and it like took effort to school- do that. Yeah, it took effort, and then you have, like, their actual handwriting, and then, like, the old-school love letters where you'd put, like, your your body fragrance on a piece of paper. Dude, I used to spray my perfume. <laughs> yeah! You'd spray your perfume on it, or you'd kiss it with your lipstick. Oh, it's so funny. Like, my brother was, like, my brother was in a different state, and yeah. we would, like, you know, send each other letters and stuff like that. And I like sprayed my perfume, and this is back when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "He's like, Jazz, what the hell? How are you gonna send me like perfume and shit? Now you got like, because he was like, I guess he was with his homeboy, and his homeboy thought it was his girl oh, from God. the letter because when he opened it, all the perfume was like, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no, Jazz, he's like, he's like, that's for your man. You don't do that for him. <laughs> you don't do that, you don't do that for, for your brother because now, now you got my homeboy thinking like." This is my girl's letter and shit. I was yeah. like, oh, my bad. I didn't know. Yeah, you just put your but, perfume in all the letters. For real. And that's what I do. Like I and and then I read something interesting. There was a book. Um, it's called where is it? Looking up at my book collection over here. There's a book. Where is it? Oh, it's called The Bombshells Manual to Style. I always that's like my Go-to book, especially if you're a pinup enthusiast, you know, somebody who's into the 50s and the 40s, you know, the glamour girl kind of a thing. It's a book that was written um, pretty much for the fashionista of that era. And it has little stories in there, you know, from, from the glamour girls of that time. And Marilyn Monroe, she used to perfume all her letters, including yeah. Bill's. <laughs> I thought that was the most funniest thing ever. And then when I when I read that that excerpt, I was like, it brought me back to that memory <laughs> of like perfuming all and stuff like that, regardless of who it went to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she would perfume her letters. I think it was Chanel number no. five. That was like her go to yeah. perfume. So yeah, so you know, so a little signature, little touch of who you are. We should My start, quirky side. We should start sharing. <laughs> we should start sending letters to listeners, and we can put both of our bodies for oh. <laughs> both of our sense. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I wonder how she smells like. Scratch and sniff. <laughs> scratch and sniff. Here's Ash. Oh, scratch and sniff. Here's Jazz. <laughs> It's like quirky and borderline kinky at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> kinky or freaky, I don't know what. Take your pick. Like I don't Take know. <laughs> Go nuts. I used to love that song, by the way. <laughs> Which one? Freaky girl. Who sings it? Oh man, I forget now. I have to look it up. Who sings Freaky Girl? I, I, it's oh man. Because every time I think of Freaky Girl, I always think of Nasty Girl. But I'm talking about Nasty Gucci Girl. Man. Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. Oh, yes. So funny. 
Romantic Gucci Mane. Yeah, I think of Nasty Girl by Vanity Six, like back in the days. Okay. Like that type of thing. <laughs> and if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. It's like, it, it's a hot song. I love it. It's old, it's like an old school throwback. It's another throwback. You know what's so funny too is like, so there's a zoo across the way. And yeah. they have like this thing called zoo lights where they have all this like Christmas lights and all this hoopla. And I can see it out my window, but then every single night they have these lights on and they have like alcohol. It's like a wild time. And they play a wild time in the wild. They have Christmas music. (laughs) They play Christmas music. Like as soon as it gets dark, there's Christmas music. And then it goes all night. And like I sit here and I'm like, I hear the Christmas music, but I don't know. At first, I'm like, where is it coming from? I thought it was my neighbors. And I'm like, no, no, it's too far out. And then I realized, oh, it's, yeah. the zoo, it's the zoo lights. I literally have Christmas music going all night, every night. Is it loud enough for you to hear it? Yeah. Like, until I have, oh, wow. like, until I put my own music on, I can hear it. Like, when I turn my own music on, then I don't hear it. But it's like, if I'm literally sitting here with nothing playing, or if I'm just talking on the phone, it's like, I can hear that faint sound of Christmas music. That's so funny. So is it like instrumental or is it like singing? Oh no, it's like songs, like lyrics and all that shit. Oh, like, have wow. a holly okay. jolly Christmas. That's gonna drive you insane. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So at work, we have like a radio that's you know on and it's playing all these Christmas songs. Yeah. And I must have heard Mariah Carey for like the fifth time already. You know what In my favorite day. one is? Feliz Navidad. <coughs> By uh, Feliz Jose Feliciano? Well, obviously. Yeah. Obviously that one. Yeah, definitely a throwback. It's another good one. But yeah, I'm like over it. Like It's just like, okay, I don't think I can take it anymore for another week. <laughs> no more music. I'm gonna have to like change the channel. Just like put something else. Just I'm just like playing, I, uh, just start playing some Coolio. <laughs> I'm gonna have to with the music video in the background or something. Yeah, with the music video going on. It's crazy. I wonder if Coolio yeah, had a Christmas uh, song. Did Coolio ever sing Christmas song? <laughs> yeah. He did? I wonder. Hmm. Yeah, there's a song. It's called Play Ride Drive By. <laughs> no. Yeah. Make Alexa play. Alexa. Alexa. Play Slay Ride Drive By by Coolio. She can't find it. Alexa? What? Play Sleigh Ride Drive-By. She can't find it. Maybe it's not on Spotify. Okay, I'm going to look for it. If you Google it, it's the first thing that comes up. Sleigh Ride Drive-By. Yeah, it's not on, it's not on Spotify. Is it a du- a duet? 
It's a duet. Are we reading it? Mm. Okay, I'm gonna tweet it to you. It's so good. Did you find it? I hear it in the background. <laughs> I hear it. Oh my god, really? <laughs> For real, I didn't even know this existed. Neither did I. You learn something new every day. (laughs) I guess I'll be playing this at work. Yeah, this works. This is a good song. Play ride, drive by. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. It's good, dude. So I looked it up on YouTube, right? Yeah, it's so funny because. Like the image of, of like you know the thumb the thumbnail image that pops up yeah. or what have you in the background. Yeah. It's the most funniest looking shit. People gotta look this up. It's funny. Just go to YouTube, yeah, look it up. Yeah, it, it's like random. <laughs> random picture of a drive by literally. Obviously. <laughs> it's obviously random. It has absolutely nothing to do with Christmas. That's the funny thing. Yeah, I know. That's why it's hilarious. I never knew that existed. Yeah, me neither. Never knew it. Like I said, you learn something new every day. That is funny. Yep, I guess I'll be playing that in the background. Yeah, that That works. That totally works. That's Christmas feeling. They don't, they don't like if the they don't like <laughs> they're gonna be like, What is Jazz playing right now? <laughs> Christmas drive by. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, so coming back to this whole like giving and taking kind of a thing. Yeah. Let me see what my other research has brought me to. So, yes, I mentioned that kindness and generosity is like one of those key factors as far as building and maintaining successful relationships. Um, But they also found that there are some ways that um generosity can actually be a bad thing. What? Yeah. I thought that was just pretty interesting. So not bad. Yeah. And and this is so weird because one psychotherapist pointed out how the word selfish holds a great power over a lot of people. And as a result, you know, we often seem to act in ways as if to prove we're not selfish so women seem particularly motivated to make sure that no one might ever use this uh effective against them so in the media especially we see women volunteering for the next community uh losing sleep sewing costumes and preparing food for others uh participating on the phone like on the phone tree listening or offering their shoulders to cry on so by contrast, men are stereo- 
stereotypically compelled <clears throat> to be a hero and stepping in to lift heavy objects, rescue damsels in distress, and fix all these things that are broken and stuff like that. So they pretty much the psychotherapist brought it to the context where um, like we tend to give so much based off of an, an appearance so that we don't look or appear as if we're being selfish that we're it's it's like showing out like almost showing out on like on social media like this is what I did hey you know I donated to this like that type of yeah but that just goes back to the old intention thing oh yeah absolutely yeah and then the other factor that they brought up was we give to control and manipulate others so extra favors expensive gifts uh, stuff like special attention are all lovely gestures until they come with their own price tag. Uh, we're all familiar with getting things from others with strings attached. Immediately intuiting that by taking the gift, we're now bounded to repay them in some kind of way down the line. Now, it's funny because like, like when I gift somebody, I'm never expecting anything in return. Like that's you know that just wasn't my. That's pretty much not the way how I roll. The same the same when I like give the Christmas presents and stuff like that. Like if I give three gifts, I'm not expecting the person to just come up with three gifts in return. No, I'm never looking for the same, and I'm never looking for a price match or a number. Like I'm not looking for the same. I'm not even looking for something given back. Well, I had a friend. <laughs> Well, used to be friend that she was like that with her family. Like she would like buy them an expensive gift. Like they had to match, you know, whatever she brought them. Dang. Yeah. Like literally, like it was so bad to the point where I was just like, What? Are you fucking kidding me? And she's like, No, they gotta show me the receipts. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, good thing I'm not related to you because I would have I shut you down years ago. But yeah, yeah. It, it was like that. It's, it's, um, it's very manipulative of a person. Like, in my opinion, I feel like it's very manipulative of a person to, to expect. It, it's selfishness, too. To expect something in return just because you're gifting somebody exactly. a gift. Like, it's like, really? Like, that was the whole point of, of well, Why are you going to keep score, giving? too? I hate when people keep score. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's crazy. Like, like even with the whole Secret Santa thing, like... You know, like, they, they typically say, oh, don't go over $20. Like, make sure you don't go over $20. Well, I had this one coworker that I brought a gift for, and it wasn't for that coworker. But she was that type that was just, like, so fucking nosy. Like, she wanted to know what yeah. I got the person. I was like, dude, like, why? What do you care? She's like, no, I'm curious. What did you get them? So, of course, I never listened to the rules. <laughs> and... They said, no, don't go over 20. I went over 40. Big deal, whatever. Yeah. And she saw the gift and she knew it was more than it was more than $40. And she's like, what is it, Jazz? You don't listen to what they said? I was like, 
listen, bitch, like this gift is not for you, so mind your business. She's like, she's like, yeah, but why did you do that? You know how to do that. And I was like, I did it because I wanted to. Like that was the whole point, right? And she was just like, oh no. She's like, she's like, now you're just gonna show it out, and now I'm gonna have to get the person another gift. I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, come on. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, really? But because her, yeah. But because, like, her, I guess maybe, like, her guilt got the best of her. Because I didn't know what she gifted that person. It, for, all I, for all I know, it probably was, like, a one of those dollar store gift, whatever. Right. And she probably felt like, okay... Like, I'm not measuring up, so I'm going to have to now get something else for the person so it doesn't look like I'm, you know, being a a tight ass about, you know, my gift-giving skills. But that's not her. Like, that that has nothing to do with me. But it was just, it was interesting to see her reaction. I was just like, wow. Like, it really does bother you on a level like that? I mean, it should have really bothered you. The minute you decided to buy a cheap gift to somebody, because obviously you knew it, you knew the jump that this is not something that you would want to even gift yourself. So, if you're gonna give, come at it with a good intention, and you know, be mindful of what first of all what the gift is gonna be used for, and what that value of that gift is gonna mean to you and to the other person. Right. So those are my tips for Christmas shopping. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> oh my god. Save us all. Um Oh, there was something else too. That this uh that the psychotherapist came up with. So she said, here are some questions to ask yourself. To come back into the flow that true-hearted giving gives or creates. Now, one is, number one, do I really want to give? Number two, am I giving to control or manipulate others? Number three, am I giving as a barter? Four, am I giving to make myself feel better regardless of what the receiver really wants? And those are the four questions that Pretty much, a, you know, anybody that's giving or if you're in the position of giving to another person, it's all, I, I guess really comes down to and pretty much what Ash, what you brought home is, is it coming from a good place? Yeah. What is your true intentions with it? And never, ever, it never matters what the money value is or like what you're buying. It's like, like I said, it can be like a simple word. Like you can tell someone you love them or you can give a card in the mail. It's like, it doesn't matter what the value is. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like the monetary value. When you said barter, I thought of beaver pellets. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally just for shits and giggles. <laughs> I'm going to make brown paper construction and have it be beaver pellets. True. And I'm going to make you 35. Or no, I should make you 36 so you have an extra year to grow on. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm going to put it on my desk. 36 beaver pellets. <laughs> that will be so funny. Oh my uh, god. Oh well. 
Well, that concluded my whole, on that note with the beaver pellets, that concluded my whole discussion. Well, our discussion on our thoughts about giving and receiving and all that good stuff. Giving and receiving. That could go so many ways into the conversation, but I'm not going to touch it. We're just going to leave it very G-rated. It's Christmas time, folks. We'll keep it there. (laughs) (laughs) We'll save that for the after hours. (laughs) Yeah. That'll be a different episode. For real. A very different episode. Seriously. Well, on that note, happy holidays. There's going to be plenty of happy holidays. Days down the road. Yeah, we're so not even in touch on various topics. Talking about a slave, slave ride, drive by by Coolio and them. <laughs> I think from now on, every episode, <laughs> my goal, my goal is to find a sucked out Christmas song. For real? Yeah. No, we need. To, yeah, you know what? We should do a whole holiday um playlist on Spotify. We should. For Slave Eye Drive By. Yeah, but Spotify doesn't have that one. Alexa. It doesn't have it? No, you can only watch it on YouTube. Alexa, play Uh, Carol of the Bones. No, she doesn't have any of this on her options. What? Alexa needs to step it up. We're gonna, we're gonna play around this holiday season. Yeah, there's no holiday music. We gotta find them. Yep. I know it's got Justin Bieber. Nah, we're good. We're good. No Justin Bieber. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well. Be sure to follow us if you're not doing so. Uh, Soul Gab with Ash and Jazz on Instagram. On Twitter, Soul Gab, Ash and Jazz. And on Facebook. Same name, same station, same Ash, same Jazz. <laughs> Stay tuned for the holidays. Scratch and sniff. <laughs> with, with, with Slay Ride Drive By by Coolio and them. <laughs> that was good alright you guys we'll hold it down sending lots of peace love and all that good stuff we'll holla at you at the next episode holiday cheer for real with wine yes we have to do another after hours we do yeah we'll we'll definitely put that on the to do list 